The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything I have learned from my father I have made known to you. The Gospel of the Lord. All right. Who here has friends? All right. I have friends too. That's amazing. All right. And you love your friends? Yes, yes. Okay. You, 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 do you want to show up for your friends? Okay. Do you want your friends to show up for you? Because that's comforting, right? That makes us feel better. That, that makes us know that we're not alone, that we have other people to, to look out for us and we look out for them. And that's what God does for us. And that's what Jesus does for us. And today we're having this super cool day of blessing. We're celebrating friendships. How cool is that? Because we have all kinds of other things that we get to celebrate. But today we're taking a moment to say that you're my friend and that means something to me, and you're my friend, and that makes a difference in my life, and you're my friend, and I'm so much better because of that. So right now, so did, who, who brought friends with them today? Okay, all right. <laughs> and as we've already said, we all have friends, so we're going to take a moment and we're going to say a special prayer for the friends that we have here with us, but also for the friends that aren't here with us that we clo keep close in our hearts, okay? So can you all put your hands up like this with me? All right. Loving God, we are so grateful to you because you are the giver of every gift we have. And today we're so grateful for the friends you've given us to keep us company, to make us laugh, to hold our hand when we feel alone and we ask you to bless these special friendships. Help us to grow in your love and care and help us to always know that in the experience we have with our friends, it brings us closer to you. All this we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Okay, friends, will you pray with me? Thank you, God, for this beautiful morning. Thank you for the blessing of friends. Thank you that you speak to us and love us through friends. May we grow deeper in your love this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay.
So I'm going to do something different than I did in the first service. I, the hardest thing I had about preparing this sermon was to try to figure out how to start and how to talk about friends. So, because there's so many places and so many people I want to talk about. So I'm going to give you a few friend vignettes at this service. I have this friend that I met at Curcio over 30 years ago. Her name is Cindy Drennan. She would be here today, but she's got another job, and so she's doing that job. And it didn't take us very long to discover that we had things in common that we love to do. We love to play music together and did so and recorded a CD together. And, and we love to hang out and we both love to cook and, and laugh. And, and one of the things we discovered is that we both had a particular quirky passion for far side cartoons. And we worked countless crescios together, doing music together, and we had a tradition that when everybody else went to bed, the day was over and everybody was in their bunkhouses, supposedly sleeping, we'd find a quiet place and one of us or both of us would gift each other with a new far side book of cartoons. And when you're really tired, and because Gary Larson is so funny, it didn't take very long for us to be laughing hysterically with tears rolling down our faces. So friendship in laughter. I have another friend, um, a couple, their names are Tom and Pam Ender, and we've been friends for 35, maybe 40 years, and, and, and we've done all kinds of stuff together and been through all kinds of good things and hard things. And one of the most beautiful things um, about our friendship is the care that we have extended to each other at different times in our lives. And after Dave died, it was Valentine's Day, and I um, opened the door, and there was Tom and Pam with flowers for me. And the care of, and understanding of, of how hard of a day that was, it was amazing. And I'm crying because of the beauty of that kind of understanding and care. It was beautiful and loving and meaningful and intuitive for them because they loved me so much. And then I have friends in all of you sitting here. I look at Nancy and Don Sinclair, and boy, the stories I could tell. My favorite story is we went to Nancy's 40th birthday party, and she was given a t-shirt that said, I'd rather be 40 than pregnant, and she found out a few weeks later she was. I have dear friends here, Kathy and Ken Peters and Jen Wagner from Emmanuel, and Kathy Ken and Rob Bethencourt and Dave and I, we walked the Camino together. And when you spend <laughs> um, a period of time with people from waking to sleeping, through sleeping to showering in communal bunkhouses, you see each other at your best and your worst. And, um, and our love and care for each other surpassed the best and the worst. And we laughed a lot, we cried a lot, and, 
and I'm gifted with the blessing of many friends that love me in spite of um, my quirkiness and my moods. Our scriptures today from, from John's epistle and John's gospel talk about love. John's epistle says, love one another. Beloved, love one another. That's your job. And Jesus says, this is my commandment that you love one another. It's not, this is my suggestion. You might want to think about it. It's, this is my commandment that you love each other. And, and that love is born from God. It's not something that we can manufacture. We might try and we might succeed for a while, but that kind of love that, that informs our hearts to take flowers on Valentine's Day or buy silly books and laugh and find that commonality or that, that walks a Camino together and cries together and laughs together and surpasses some of our grumpy moods and quirkiness. Um, that love doesn't come to us. We don't invent it. And here's why. This is what I believe Scripture says to us. We are formed in the image of God. Scripture tells us that. We're formed in God's image. And so we carry God's image in each of us. In spite of our faults and failures, in spite of our inability to be consistently loving or consistently anything, really, we carry God's image. We're made in God's image. And then when I think about God's image, we know that God is Trinity, three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three in one. So God is a relationship. God isn't, is one, but God is three. Three persons, one, that's a relationship. And in Greek, the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is described as a perichoresis, which means dancing together. And I love that image of God in relationship with God dancing together. And as people created by God in God's image, that Trinity invites us into the dance, invites us into that loving embrace, invites us in to that relationship. We're born with this need to love. We're, we're, it's part of who we are as people created in the image of God. We're born craving relationship, needing it as much as we need breath. We need the touch of others. We need the love of others. And as our pastor and, and priest and and love God, Christopher says, this is me sending love out to you. We're born for that. It's part of our DNA. 
And so friendship. God blesses us with people that come into our lives, and we don't know why it sticks sometimes, and other times those so, some people just kind of pass through our lives, and it's fine, but there are some people that that remain, and, and, and you know that they're with you in the good and the bad, that they love you even when you're being a brat, and they love you when you're being a great person. Friendship. And as I thought about friendship, I thought, you know, we have family members that become friends. But we also have friends that are our family. That circle widens as we join the dance with God, with the Trinity. That circle becomes bigger. And it's not just our blood relations that we are family with. It's with each other. And I look at all of you and I'm going, yeah, this is my family. You're my family. And my family's here today. And I love it that I'm friends with my family. And I love it that my friends are also my family. That's what God does. That's what the person of Jesus Christ does. That's when he says, love one another. This is my commandment, not my suggestion. That's what God does as we join in this perichoresis, dancing with one another. Now, I'm aware, as I thought about friends, I thought about people that can't be here today that are my friends. And I'm sure you are having similar thoughts. I have a friend in Dubai, and I have friends in Alexandria and Cairo, Egypt, and in Uganda, and in South America, and in Singapore that I met in seminary that I have a heart connection to, and they can't be here, and gosh, I wish they could. And I also have friends that have gone on before me and are with the Lord, including my husband. And I wish they could be here. But the heart connection with my friends in different parts of the country and the world and my heart connection with those that have gone on before me, that's still here. That friendship spans, surpasses, overcomes the barriers that just life present, either in physical distance or that space, that thin space between heaven and earth. So if you're here today and, and you're longing to be with a friend that can't be here, I'm right there with you. I understand that. But we still celebrate that blessing of those friendships. I am... Um, was looking for something written by someone that's more eloquent than me about friendship. And I, I found um, at my daughter's suggestion to look on, what are they called, Gretchen? Memes? Memes? Yeah. So I started, you know, I did friendship and did, I, I, you know, what can I say? Um, so I started looking and I found one of my favorite theologians and authors who I turn to often both for personal devotions and also um, for a good quote for a sermon. And his name is C.S. Lewis. Um, and this is from his book, The Four Loves. And this is what Clive Staples Lewis said 
in that book. In friendship, we think we have chosen our peers. In reality, a few years difference in the dates of our births, a few more miles between certain houses, the choice of one university instead of another, the accident of a topic being raised or not raised at a first meeting, any of these chances might have kept us apart. But for a Christian, there are, strictly speaking, no chances. A secret master of ceremonies has been at work. Christ, who said to the disciples, you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you, can truly say to every group of Christian friends, you have not chosen one another, but I have chosen you for one another. The friendship is not a reward for our discriminating and good taste in finding one another out. It is the instrument by which God reveals to each of us the beauties of others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.